0: A conversation can change the way you think, how you feel, or even what you believe. So, no matter what the conversation's about, it's not for nothing. Hello, this is Not For Nothing, and I'm Kyle Leon Henderson, pronouns he, him, his. And today, I am excited to introduce you to a new friend of yours, not of mine. He's been my friend for a while. His name is Joseph Tatizian. Hello. Hey, Kyle. And oh. what are your preferred pronouns? He, him. Perfect. Well, you and I have been friends for about a year now. Yes. Because we met during the pandemic. Yes. The height of the pandemic. Yes. It was um, because Ethan and I had moved to a new apartment in Burbank from... Dodger Stadium area. If you don't know what that means, Google it. It, It's an upgrade, sort of. (laughs) Um, But we moved there right as the pandemic hit and we really didn't get to know any of our neighbors. But then you and I met because everybody was home Mm -hmm. and we were just always there. And so we got to talking and we hit it off right away because of mainly two things, a love of classic tv sitcoms and yes. a love for disney yes and i'll just say that you have a pretty important job at a pretty important business that makes you a pretty important authority on a lot of things that's all that's fair to say <laughs> would you like to say more about your job or we'll leave it at that we'll just leave it at that okay
1: i'm sure people people can
0: find you can out. figure it out because i'm gonna probably gonna plug your um your instagram later so (laughs) i mean listen if you want to be a nancy drew be a nancy drew it's fine it's a mystery but anyway so today i wanted to talk about what we usually always talk about either it's a toss-up between television or disney and today we're doing disney so excellent there we are you i've seen your instagram and you have been a disney fan forever and ever and ever yes so where, what did, what started that? Like, tell me about how Disney came to your life. Oh man,
1: uh, it's kind of always been there in some way or form. I mean, I was lucky enough to. I'm a SoCal native. Yeah. So, grew up very close to the studio, and Disneyland was just, you mm-hmm. know, a 40 mile drive down the freeway. I remember very clearly being little and going down the freeway, and my brother like pointing to the water tower. With, like, Mickey on the water Uh time, going, like, look, there's Mickey. Um, And, you know, my family were definitely Disney fans, so even um, they had record albums, which Mm -hmm. they had from before I was born.
0: I have a few over there, too. Yeah, Yeah. that,
1: you know, we would listen to with Disney music, so... And this was before, you know, there was, you know, Disney Plus, and even... We didn't have Disney Channel, Mm -mm. so it was hard to see like Disney movies and cartoons. So Yeah, because
0: they used to do the the vault. Like you you would run to Walmart to buy the VHS because it came out of the vault for the next thirty days or whatever.
1: Exactly. Or if you were lucky, there would be like a TV special Mm -hmm. and you know, they would show like, you know, clips, or if it was like a really big deal, it's like we're gonna show, you know, Snow White, you know, tonight on NBC because it's a holiday. So it was just a really big deal and we always, you know, made time for that. I also remember being really little, and we, we went one summer to the Hollywood Bowl. They had like a Disney concert at the mm. Hollywood Bowl, um, and it was a big deal. Again, they had the Sherman Brothers came out, and they got a Mausker, which is kind of Disney's version of an Oscar mm-hmm. on the stage. Um, they brought a couple electrical parade floats out there, and they had an orchestra playing oh, wow. live. Um, they did like a Snow White scene. I remember the prince came out on his horse mm-hmm. and then took Snow White away on the horse, and they had That's the characters. Fantastic. Yeah, so these are like memories I have burned in and
0: that i mean i i love the hollywood bowl like i will do anything at the hollywood bowl i've yeah. seen like i went to john mayer twice at the hollywood bowl and i'm <laughs> not a john mayer fan but it was the hollywood it's bowl Such so a great <laughs> experience like, i just love the hollywood bowl so much so i can't imagine seeing disney just a concert but also like disney stuff and you at know the that Hollywood goes Bowl. back to
1: like waltz days like back in the 50s they did like you know like a salute to like disneyland yeah i think the first one was right before the park opened so it was like doing disney music mm-hmm. and they had fess parker who was davy crockett who yeah. would have been like the biggest disney star at the time show up on stage right
0: well and the, the la philharmonic they perform in the Di- walt disney walt concert disney hall. concert hall named yeah. for the man not The park or whatever. Correct. But but I guess if you really go get real meta about it, it's all the one and the same at this point. Yeah,
1: his uh, widow Lillian um, donated money because Walt was a big supporter Mm -hmm. of the the Philharmonic and um, gave a lot of money to have the Music Center built. Yeah. So the Dorothy Chandler and all that stuff. So they've been, you know, they were big supporters of the arts from Mm -hmm. back in the '50s, '60s, and then Lillian bequeathed, you know, millions to build a concert hall. And it didn't happen for the longest time. And it looked like it wasn't going to happen at all. They built like an underground parking structure and that was mm-hmm. it. And then she passed away. And then Walt's daughter. So uh, Lillian and Walt's daughter, Diane, she, you know, kind of said, all right, we got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And the city didn't want Frank Gehry to be the architect for it. And there right. was this big old fight. And she was like, no, we're doing
0: it this way. Well, I will say, I mean, if you haven't seen the Walt Disney Concert Hall, it's at least worth worth a Google. It It doesn't it does not match the aesthetic of what you think of when you go to Disneyland or just any of the the main street USA anything it's not it's very modern yes. and very geo geogra- geogra- very geometric yes
1: <laughs> but curvy and mm-hmm. its reflective metal it's definitely and, the,
0: and it has one of the most unique pipe organs yes. in in I've ever seen. Yeah, with the wood so, mm-hmm. and the kind of They delay. call it the french fries. <laughs> it does look like a bunch of french fries. But so you you've just always had Disney. It's not like you stumbled on it and found found your place. It was always there. So was your was your family like huge Disney fans too or did Yeah,
1: yes, but I mean, I took it to a whole new level. Right. So I had it, I enjoyed it as a kid, mm-hmm. and then I guess I could say there was a point um My aunt brought home once from her work, there was a Disney magazine Mm -hmm. that uh, if you were a Magic Kingdom Club member. And that was something that they started back in the day, which, you know, companies could sign up and you would get like discounts to, you know, for park Mm -hmm. tickets and stuff.
0: Yeah, I had I had a subscription to the Disney magazine. I forget what it was called. It it
1: was first called Disney News and then it became the Disney magazine.
0: It was the little it was like the size of the, the old. The little one was called Disney Adventures. That's what at, I had. That was That's that that was geared for us at our age. Yeah. So that was like so. a
1: like a tween uh-huh. teen magazine. But this right. was like a bigger one, and it had like you know stories about like the latest thing opening at Disneyland mm-hmm. or the latest
0: well. Disney and I had movie. a subscription to D twenty three at one point. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I guess they kind of stopped sending the magazines or. No, something. they still do it. They still do it. Well, yeah. They stopped sending them to me, and they didn't give me the offer. So. Are you still a member? I don't know. Well,
1: we need to sign you. I, maybe
0: up? I should. But I was because I worked for the Disney Store in mm-hmm. college, and and um. So yeah, I I've always just sort of I don't know. I guess it was because. The Disney Channel. I grew up watching the Disney Channel with, um, with like the Wuzzles and (laughs) the the uh, Gummy Bears and sure. I don't know. Was the Care Bears on Disney? I don't. I remember watching the Care Bears. They're not a Disney, but I'm sure they probably ran it because they ran other, you know, family
1: friendly content.
0: I'm I'm assuming they they did run it because I was. That's all we ever watched was. The Disney Channel and the Mickey cartoons and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I, and we went, and I went to Walt Disney World when I was eight. And then again, when I was 12, but I haven't been since I was 12. So. We need to go. But yeah. So let's dig in. Tell me, tell me some of the things that, that like, what are your like top, when you think of Disney, what is your top like go-tos? And I just mean anything, parks, the movies, the characters, what do you, what is your like bright spots in Disney. Sure. Well, obviously, I love Disneyland.
1: Disneyland yeah. is my... It really is my favorite place on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I did work there when I was in college, Yeah, which was uh, an amazing... It was fun and an honor because mm-hmm. it's, it's Walt's Park and no so other Disney for park you. feels like I want to
0: pause for a little side note since okay. you worked in the park. Did it ruin... It didn't ruin the magic at all for Absolutely you. Absolutely
1: not. Actually, it made it even more magical mm-hmm. to see how much logistics and thought and effort and planning goes yeah. into making the seamless experience every single I day. I
0: think, and tell me what you think about this, because I, I'm I in our pre-production planning for this episode, I said I didn't want to, I don't want to get into the, because we could, we could get into the Disney bashing, you know, and suss that out, but I don't really want to, because, I mean, why? What's the point? If you don't <laughs> love it, then walk away. It's not a big deal. So tell me what you think about this. I think people just don't have enough grace with anything in life. They think that it it the final product of something like Disney or anything else, it just needs to be inside and out magical all the time no matter what. But to do what Disney does, it's hard work. And if you're going to work there, you're going to work hard. Oh, and yeah. and I think a lot of people just don't expect to work hard because everything runs like clockwork. Mm-hmm when you go to Disneyland and I guess they assume that it's going to run like clockwork when you work at Disneyland and it does work like clockwork I assume but it's because you're a cog now And and that's the truth for any situation any company you work for you're a cog and not in a diminished way but sure. in, you're you're an in, integral part of making it work right and I, mean, I don't know that people are ready for that that's it, why a lot of a people it's a massive machine yeah
1: now the company just overall the walt disney company mm-hmm. but then disneyland itself because again just to think of having to have all of those pieces function yeah. every single day people don't realize that there's people working there 24 hours a day mm-hmm. seven days a week you know planning cleaning prepping doing repairs, um, yeah. so all the stuff you don't see behind the scenes, which, you know, make everything look like it's so perfect and magical. Like every day yeah. looks like the park opened the day before, like it's brand new from the well, landscape think, to the maintenance.
0: I think, it, I mean, I just wish that more people would look to Disney, the park mostly, just because that's front facing, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to the studio. I mean, that's not front facing, you know, people don't get to experience that until the final product. But the park, I wish people would do that. Just take pride in what they do, because so because I left my phone company this <laughs> week because they I just don't feel like they took pride in me being a customer anymore, and I was like goodbye, I'm out. So I left AT and went to T Mobile. Well, <laughs> well, good for you. You should feel valued. But then. you know, I just I feel like there is there's value. Like people are just nice at Disneyland. <laughs> They're just nice to you.
1: Well, I mean, they also don't just hire anybody and everybody off yeah. the street there is a casting process you go you apply and mm-hmm. i mean they look at you and, and yeah. i'm talking about physically they look at you but they look at your demeanor
0: and your attitude
1: your attitude if You come in with a smile uh, i mean i mean i haven't applied there in a long time but i remember when <laughs> i applied there there was like a questionnaire that asked like how you'd respond to different situations right. so they want to see are you somebody that could handle a little bit and of I'm stress
0: certain that they're that they ask you who your favorite character is on that questionnaire at some point just to see yeah. if somebody's going to be like Tweety bird. <laughs> um, and so anyway, but yeah, so Disneyland is really important to you. Very, very much. So I love it. I still, um, try to go as often as I
1: can, which mm-hmm. I can't a lot right now because of the restrictions yeah. with, with the limited, uh, opening. Mm-hmm. I have many friends that still work there. Yeah. Um, and I feel very honored to have been a part of it and to deal, still do things that kind of, um, celebrate uh yeah especially disneyland but i I mean i love all the parks well disney world a lot of people ask me which one is better and Mm. i say you can't compare the two well and that's
0: the thing i get into this conversation a lot where people are like oh disney disney world's better and i'm like well no disney world is bigger (laughs) disney world's bigger and and this again getting eerily close to bashing disney and it's not a bash (laughs) it's just it's big and you cannot do the whole park on a budget like you can't budget your time for one thing and do the whole park you have to have enough time to do the whole park and you have to set aside more money to do the Mm -hmm. whole park whereas i mean whereas i can go to disneyland go to both parks disney's california adventure and disneyland and see every single attraction i want to see in one day yeah. I mean it's an open-to-close situation, of but course. I can do it. You can <laughs> throwing in a couple of parades, Thro- and a parade and a couple of ice cream bars a nice and meal. and one little meal. Yeah. No, I get it.
1: And, yeah. So and there's a lot. That's one good thing too at Disneyland. Those especially the early Imagineers, they were so good at using the available space and mm-hmm. tucking things. A lot of times guests don't realize how close things are to each other. Things that might yeah. seem really far I mean, cause you have to walk around things in the park but Disney's, they're back to back.
0: If Disney's investors could know what today looked like, Disney would own the entire Orange County, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> they would have owned every bit of it and because they thought they would have he was it. nuts. Yeah, they thought he was crazy, but you know what they're are you like, going to do? It's Anaheim like Well, that's why they who own the hell's Heard of Anaheim? That's why Disney owns shore to shore on Florida. <laughs> they own both beaches or whatever at that point he bought twenty seven thousand acres of land so what is your favorite attraction at disneyland well disney's
1: enchanted tiki room
0: is it really it really is so funny because we've talked about this (laughs) and i've never been but it breaks my heart i don't know why i've never been i think it's because every single time i go because I had an annual pass, I have no idea why I've never been to the Tiki Room. Okay, this might put a strain on our friendship. Well, it was back in the day because I had the premium annual pass that oh. cost me four hundred and fifty dollars. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, because it's not four hundred and fifty dollars now. Well, actually, it doesn't exist it doesn't now exist at all. So, but um, but yeah, that th- really is. How it be- could you just walk past
1: it and never? I don't
0: know. Well, okay. So full disclosure, I had uh, okay. Full full disclosure, <laughs> my very first boyfriend in all of life. Mm-hmm. He was a huge Disney fanatic. You remind me of him a little bit okay. <laughs> in the fact that he wore glasses and he was bald as well and obsessed with Disney. Um, you're much nicer than he was. Why, I will you. tell you that because I mean, not to bash him. Sorry, Jay. No, you can bash him. It's okay. Um, he's an he, he was a Jay name too. Um, but no, he. I don't. I think it was the fact that he just didn't care for it. Or he didn't want to go. Okay, well, then he's a terrible person. Anybody that doesn't like the Tiki Room, do not trust. He has a podcast about Disney. Away.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I hope I never cross paths but with him. He
0: d- okay, this is getting a little too close, too much information, but he does spell Disney with a Z. No. And I don't know if that's because of licensing. Copyright infringement, copyright infringement or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel like you can get in trouble for copyright infringement if it's a show about disney and in the title it says this is about Di-, you know it's a disney fan like so i don't know i guess it's just an aesthetic choice that he chose to put z's instead of s's and i'm, I'm like, so well, glad you've moved on i've moved on um <laughs> i did see him at work one time when i was working at starbucks so, but i ducked behind the counter until he left uh not my finest moment anyway I think that was why I didn't go to the Tiki Room. All right. Well, we're going. But I'm going
1: to have you sit in the perfect seat because I know mm-hmm. exactly what the perfect seat is. See, I love that. Is. That's
0: what I love.
1: Because, you know, it's a four-sided. It's mm-hmm. it's like a theater in the yeah. round almost. Maybe
0: I have been.
1: And there's a fountain and an in Because I know what it looks like on the inside. Well, you've probably seen videos Maybe and pictures. I, I mean, yeah. I've,
0: I mean, I'm being such a fan. I've seen videos and pictures. But yeah. anyway, um, is it because the birds in the Tiki Room are the very first animatronics? Or is that just I'm sure that's, a
1: bonus? That's definitely a bonus, yes. For you. It's the first
0: audio-animatronic
1: attraction. But, I mean, you know, five-year-old me had no idea what that meant. Right. And I loved it then. Um, it's definitely was a family favorite as well. We mm-hmm. always, you know, my my parents always, you know, we made that left into Adventureland right to the Tiki Room. Yeah. It's just fun. The mm-hmm. music. Um, I mean, now, you know, as an adult looking back on it and going... How the hell did they think of this? Like this is a bonkers idea. It's Polynesian, which was totally like a fad back then. But to sit Mm -hmm. and you know it was originally supposed to be a restaurant.
0: Yeah. It was gonna be a sit-down restaurant. Was it never a restaurant? It never was never opened. I thought it what had been a restaurant at one point.
1: They went as far as the they bought the tables and the chairs. Mm And you know, the the back door where the cast number sits, it connects to the kitchen of the what's today called the Jolly Holiday Bakery. That yeah. was it was a central kitchen that was gonna serve three places the Plaza Pavilion, which mm-hmm. is now Jolly Holiday, Tahitian Terrace, which is now the Tropical Hideaway, and Walt Disney's enchanted tiki room. Yeah. And they just realized people aren't gonna get up and leave. They're just gonna be so enthralled yeah, by this show, which, exactly. which is unlike anything that's ever been done before that mm-hmm. we're not gonna be able to cycle through enough. So Walt was like. Cut the food. Yeah. And they literally took the restaurant chairs and welded them together into rows. And they used those original chairs up until about 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. So you were sitting on the original restaurant chairs. Yeah. And that central that's fountain neat. was like the busing station. And you can still, I mean, you're not supposed to, but I, I'll do it when we go. You can open <laughs> the little doors, and that's where they would have kept like the silverware and oh, the wow. plates. And yeah. That's
0: fun. So, um, how do you feel about the walt disney world tiki room having the birds of the movies rather than the original
1: thankfully birds. that show is no longer there is it not no that was called uh, tiki room under new management i was not a that's fan. really what they called it yes <laughs> i was not a fan yeah it featured you know iago from uh-huh. aladdin and zazu from lion king and iago was kind of a jerk he made fun of the original show and called the birds outdated. Oh, and that's sad. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I always like, you know, I get it.
0: I mean, I get it. But look,
1: I'm always cool with somebody like poking fun at themselves when uh-huh. it's done like in, in fun. Mm-hmm. This came across a little nasty
0: and I was like, did it? Well, yeah. see, and that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, I'm not, I, again, I'm not bashing anything of Walt Disney world. Cause I know a lot of people who love it, but I love Disneyland because it is so accessible to mm-hmm. me and I can just go and just enjoy it. And, First of all, to go to Disney World, this has nothing to do with Disney. You have to fly there or drive there. Yeah, you have, and it's a it's a you have to book a flight there. Mm-hmm. And, it's a vacation, and that's a vacation destination. Which I mean, I guess Disneyland, which is, is too. why I like it because mm-hmm. you know Disneyland is an amazing day trip. Well, for me, I didn't, I don't not like it. I just don't, I don't think about it because yeah. it's just because I think about Disneyland a lot. Sure, because I can't wait to go back and and. Ethan, when I took him for the first time, I was like, you're going to love this. And and I told him, I was like, "I that is at the top of our list because we moved here from New York City. Mm -hmm. And I was like, at the top of my list is to have annual passes pretty soon, as soon as we can afford it. And he goes, I don't know. Do we need annual passes? And like, he's only been once. And he was like, when when we went, he goes, oh, I really need to be able to come here whenever I want. And I was like, <laughs> yes, now you get it. I was like, you don't get it until you walk in. And then you're like, oh, there's just, there's just nothing but joy here. Yeah,
1: it, re- it really truly so, is the happiest place on earth. And that-
0: it's hard. It's hard for me because I came here. I, I had my annual pass in 2007 and 2008, and then I came back in 2018. So it had been 10 years since I'd been here, and it had changed a pretty good bit. As mm-hmm. far Not the the stuff but the operational stuff had changed a lot like i remember where i would sit on the exact planter to watch phantasmic which is no longer an option they have other areas like you have it's a lot more organized than it Mm -hmm. used to be because i loved it phantasmic that was probably my favorite well people were like camping out starting at
1: two in the afternoon for a show that wasn't going to happen until nine and right and and i would get there i would get there
0: at eight I wouldn't camp out all day. Which is fine. Yeah. But you literally had people put... But by 8 o'clock, get get an ice cream bar and go sit down because you're tired. Yeah. (laughs) So, but yeah, I would get there at 8. But yeah, I mean, I understand why. But I love... And I still love this part of it more so. And I've never seen Fantasmic in Walt Disney World. But they built a venue for it there. Yes. Whereas in Disneyland... It is Tom Sawyer's Island. Mm -hmm. It's the entire lagoon that you have seen all day. The Rivers of America. The Rivers of America, yes. It's Um, very
1: organic. You've been walking around it all day mm -hmm. long, and then all of a sudden at night, it just transforms. Yeah,
0: like what you've been looking at transforms into a full stage. And I'm just like, that's Disney. Yeah. That's Disney. That's why I like it, which I get why. Yeah, it's not an amphitheater. Because it was supposed to be temporary for the summer, and then they were like, hey, love this enough to keep it forever. Right. Was that, is that the story of it? No. Tell me the story.
1: It wasn't temporary, but it was definitely like we need to do a nighttime show Mm -hmm. and we need to do, and they had some concepts earlier on, um, but this idea got bigger and bigger, and they'd done mm-hmm. they done like little jazz concerts, like even going yeah. back to the '60s on barges and on that kind of tip of the river. Mm-hmm. But nothing of the scale with the pyrotechnics yeah. and, and the river catching on fire. Well, and, and the, the projection. Dragon. Like yeah.
0: I know, I won't go too into detail because well, I mean, you just got to see it. They literally found
1: technologies that were emerging, which is something Disney's been doing since mm-hmm. Walt Day. Walt's days finding
0: yeah. new technology and then pushing it. Well, and and that's why I'm sad that Walt died when he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess the world is too, but (laughs) this is my show. Um, Because Epcot, the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, (sighs) I was like, that would have been cool if you could have finished that.
1: That would have been. But the world would be nothing like it is today if the city of
0: Epcot had been built. Because that was a think tank. Yeah. (laughs) But... You know what Walt are you gonna died. do? I don't. I don't think anybody could have done it. He was but only Walt. ten days past his sixty-fifth
1: birthday, mm-hmm. which is not old at all. No, but
0: he was a lifelong
1: heavy smoker, and he had yeah. a lung cancer. So, and he is cremated and buried at Forest Lawn in Glendale. He <laughs> I was don't not frozen. I've been
0: to the garage where he's frozen. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've n- no. I've if, been to. If his you guys gra- could see my face I've right now, I've been to his grave. It's fine. Like. It, you know. it
1: is such a bizarre story, and the fact that people believe it. I
0: think people just really want to believe that he, I mean, he can come back. I think back. he's one of those gods that you just don't want to believe he's gone, like Elvis. Yeah. Like, Elvis was so big that you just you don't want to believe he's gone. You want to believe he's still out there walking around. But I'm like, at this point, Elvis would be dead of old age, guys. <laughs> he's yeah. not here. And Walt would be over 100 years old. Yeah. He'd be 120 this year. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> he's gone, whether you, you know, so, but yeah, I think Fantasmic is my favorite r- show. I love Fantasmic. And um, I, I am sad that I never got to see, uh, and you, cause you're, you're, you're like my little tap the whale. Cause I, I know a lot, <laughs> but I'm like, I know a lot of no, know my knowledge of Disney sometimes seems a mile wide and an inch deep. But I, I'm that old saying, but it's more like a mile wide, five inches deep, I would say. but And I'm the
1: Mariana you No, know,
0: You know, yeah, you know a lot. So, like, rumor has it, Fantasmic, they originally had Ursula. A oh, it's large, not a rumor. A Ru- she Ursula. was incredible. What the rumor is that she is buried under the rivers of America still to this day. Yeah, that's a no. No? No. I wanted her to be down there. I'm sorry. No. So... But you know, just waiting. I can
1: still picture her with her two arms up doing mm-hmm. this as she's going by. I've seen the video, oh, so, so I love amazing. it.
0: I miss that I didn't get to see that because she's you been know, gone a long time mm-hmm. too. Well, I mean, in Fantasmic and all all the shows and all the things in Disney have to evolve. That's what I want to ask you about.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, the evolution with things like I remember when I first saw this attraction. Um, it was at Walt Disney World, but. It was, and it was originally the Swiss family Robinson house and they changed it to Tarzan mm-hmm. stuff like that. And there are rumors they're going to, well, I guess they're not rumors. They're going to change splash mountain from song of the South to princess and the frog. How do you feel about the concept of changing things like that? And the, I remember when I was, when I had my annual pass, um, they were relaunching the subs. Yes. The subs are back because yes. it was Finding Nemo. Yes, which used to be Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. In um, Florida, Disneyland
1: never had a Twenty Thousand. Oh, it, it was didn't just have a, theme. a submarine voyage. It was, oh, okay, yeah.
0: So, how, but how do you feel about rebranding old attractions with new movies to accommodate?
1: That's an interesting question. I am not against change. Mm-hmm. I'm all for keeping things fresh. But when you're replacing something, it needs to be better than what was there before. Yeah. Uh, It needs to have the same longevity and legs. Um, The quality has to be just as good. Like for Nemo, for instance, Mm -hmm. the subs were closed and they kept them closed for like a decade. Yeah. Where the the sub lagoon was full of water, but there was nothing happening.
0: And that was, I mean, and if you go to Disneyland and you see that, that's a big area to just not be just operational nothing yeah it's just the so, waterfalls run in and i mean it's pretty and it was
1: because the the imagineers were were fighting to mm-hmm. put
0: something there yeah
1: the bigger powers that be were just like bulldoze it they know, wanted to just like expensive. drain the
0: drain the drain the the, the lagoon and yeah, yeah the lagoon and and redo it yeah and and they finally you know once thank
1: god for the movie finding nemo mm-hmm. they had like okay this they is, had to they, have something to this tie is our too, hook so yeah and yeah. And it saved it. I mean, I'm not a fan of all the changes that have happened over yeah. the last let's say twenty years. Um but Well, I, you've
0: been back post pandemic and my the change I hated the most is now you've you've reported back to me and it's no longer there. Hyperspace mountain. Yes. Ugh, I hated that. <laughs> like I needed everybody to know original Space Mountain is beautiful. Yes. I love it. Please stop. Don't change it. I just need it. Yeah. Because- I mean,
1: it, Overlays are fun for like if it's like a temporary season. Well, I get why they did it because
0: you know Galaxy's Edge, which I've never been to yet. Yeah, but now that we have Galaxy's Edge, it's mm-hmm. like okay, that's enough Star Wars. Yeah. We
1: got Star Tours, we got Rise mm-hmm. of the Resistance, which is gonna literally
0: knock your socks off once you finally get. To is Riot. that in Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. Okay. That's
1: the new big big ride that See, opened. I will it opened say, a month before everything shut down for the pandemic.
0: I never really understood. Did I need to buy extra tickets for Galaxy's no. Edge, or did I not? Did I not? I didn't understand no, how that was going. It's but. just you know. No, it's it's just another mm-hmm. land, yeah. but
1: you have to make what they call what do they call them? Not boarding. Are they boarding passes?
0: Res- I I just seem like a reservation. It's some like kind of reservation. To, like a more more elaborate fast pass. Exactly, sort of thing. and
1: it's very limited. And if you don't get it in that window, there's yeah. no standby line, so you're just out of luck. to yeah. ride it that day. And
0: will that be the way it always is, or just until the till until the hype? High- Sort of until the crowds control themselves. I'm hoping themselves.
1: until the hype dies down. Yeah. It seems to work. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I'd, I'd feel really bad for a guest, you know, if it's their one trip and they're visiting from, yeah. you know, Alabama and yeah. they can't get to go on the ride. But um, but I get it. But, you know, that that way there isn't a six hour mm-hmm. line that stretches all the way to Tarzan's Treehouse.
0: Right. Oh, my gosh. That's a long way away.
1: Yeah. Oh my <laughs> I remember when Indy opened in 95. Mm-hmm. You know, Indiana Jones already has a long queue. So, imagine yeah. that entire interior queue, then coming out into Adventureland, See, going out on the main a street. That's line. That's looping, over a mile. Looping back and then coming back into Frontierland. Mm-hmm. So, that was like a four or five hour wait.
0: I don't know the specs on it, but that, that queue in Indiana Jones has to be over a mile long. That you walk, yeah. or at least it close. Uh, it's, it's gotta I think be it's just close. under a mile. It's a very long queue. It's very clever, but but the thing is, it is clever because it tricks your mind because you're always constantly walking. Mm-hmm. It's so long that it never fills up. So by the time you get there, you're, I mean, by the time you get to a standstill, you're at the ride. Yeah. So
1: and that's because the show building is literally what we call outside the berm. So Disneyland is surrounded by. A giant earth hill that's about mm-hmm. twenty feet tall at some points. That's landscaped, and that that goes back to the mm-hmm. opening construction to kind of keep the outside world out, yeah, and to keep you know the fantasy in. And the show building is massive, and so you had the Jungle Cruise to the left, Pirates of the Caribbean to the right, mm-hmm. and then the Treehouse. And it was like, well, where are we going to put this thing? So they kind of carved out a piece out of the Jungle Cruise. So they kind of pushed the Jungle Cruise River just slightly off to the left, so that they could put the Temple in right yeah. there. And then you kind of walk then between the Jungle Cruise and Pirates of the Caribbean and you don't realize it. And you then go under the train tracks, which is why you kind of go down mm-hmm. and then kind of come back up. Oh, I didn't and realize And then you get that. to the big show building, uh-huh. which is where the main attraction is. And you are now outside the berm and behind Pirates and behind Jungle Cruise. You're actually in an area that used to be the Eeyore mm-hmm. section of the original Disneyland parking lot.
0: Oh, yeah. I had a friend, Lauren Hathcock, who came... I think it was the first year I was here and she wanted to go to Disneyland. So we went to Disneyland during the fireworks show. We rode Big Thunder Mountain. It was just one of those fluke times that nobody everybody, like the, I guess, you know, the mindset of the crowd, you know, it's different every day. And mm-hmm. this particular day we went, the entire group of people that were there with us, all you know, twenty thousand, whatever. How many people are in the park? <laughs> Every one of them wanted to see the th- the fireworks show, and that was it. Yeah. So we rode Big Thunder Mountain nine times during the fireworks show, wow. and I'm like, "How?" And she's like, "There's no lines at Disney." And I'm like, "Well, that's unequivocally not true." I don't know why we're getting on this ride so <laughs> quickly that tonight, this much, that's you know. Awesome. But yeah, she was like, "I don't need the fireworks. I want to ride Big Thunder Mountain." But and you probably had a good view of them as you were going around. because we, we did. We did. We saw them. She goes, why don't more people do this? And I was like, I don't know. I was <laughs> like, I'm sure people do some nights. But some nights, everybody wants to stand at the hub and watch it from there. And, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's got their own mindset. You know, the mob mentality, I guess. Yeah. But um, I remember going into Adventureland and taking her through all the rides in adventureland and we would get on the jungle cruise and she's like so what she was very fascinated with the fact that there's a story behind each ride and so i started telling the story of the jungle cruise then i would tell her the story of indiana jones and then i would tell her the story what was the other one we were riding that i told her um i can't remember but then but anyway i remember she was like wow so disneyland's the, this, there's a theme here. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, everybody goes on a tour and gets lost. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> they really do. <laughs> you, there were a lot of the rides. You're on a tour at a certain point in history and you're just, you know. And something goes wrong. And something goes wrong. So, that kind of started in the 80s, believe it or not. Really? I was
1: going to ask you what, do you, what do you say is the story of Jungle Cruise? Because Jungle well, Cruise really doesn't have a story. Well,
0: I just, t- well, I the the sort of the theme, I mm-hmm. guess, not the story, but the theme is You're a person of a certain socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. You're going into the jungle Mm -hmm. and you want to go on a tour Mm -hmm. to see the wildlife. Okay. And that's exactly what's going on in Indiana Jones, too. You're a person of a certain socioeconomic status who goes to this temple because this man is giving tours of this temple and then something goes wrong. So. I'm like okay, and there's another ride that we did. I can't remember what it was. There was a tour, Star Tours. It might have been Star Tours that I was telling her about. <laughs> that I was like, and you're which is a flight to again end. a person of a certain socioeconomic status who wants to go into a tour of space and something goes wrong. So yeah, that was the one because yeah, yeah, it's the same exact um, formula, but it works. It does. It works, and that's that's the beauty of it. It's a but simple formula. I try to tell people.
1: Um, story has kind of kind of gotten a little out of hand yeah. lately. Where like every like you know door handle and hinge and mm-hmm. windowsill has a story, and it's kind of like uh, y'all are wasting time on that. Like, mm-hmm. think because about, look at the haunted mansion. There's I was gonna say no think, story, but, but see, you're just pe- in a Haunted Mansion. try to cram story into mm-hmm. it, which frustrates me to no yeah. end. Yeah, but Walt era attractions, and that really comes up through the '80s, were not. Stories like a linear beginning, mm-hmm. middle, end, or something's going horribly wrong. there were experiences, yeah. And and think about it. So yeah, Haunted Mansion. There's no story yeah. to it. You're visiting a haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. It's a tour. Yes, there's a ghost host, but you know, it's one thing isn't leading you to the next. You know, people have all kinds of elaborate theories. Mm-hmm. Stuff the original Imagineers would have never. Thought of at all? Mm-hmm. I'm like, just enjoy right. the experience. Pirates of the Caribbean. There is no story now that right. there's Johnny Depp in it. There's a bit of a modern kind of mm-hmm. story, kind of.
0: Well, and it and if you really like, if you know, because I remember writing Pirates of the Caribbean before there was a movie. So I remember. I mean, I don't remember what John, what, um, what's his face looks like. What's his Jack name? Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I don't remember what he looks like in the original ride anymore. But um, I remember not having johnny depp there but if you really kind of like loose you know relax your mind Mm -hmm. and it's not a story no you're it's just just an experience but you but it does quickly you tie it to these moments because that was how good the movie makers were Mm -hmm. they brought these little moments out of the out of the ride and i'm like and i keep wondering like I have to like control my you know snootiness a little bit because I'm like, do these people know that this was not a ride? For, there was not a movie first. Sadly, a lot of people don't. They, they think, don't they because because they, the they did such a good after... job on the movie yes. of bringing the ride into the movie that they're like, oh yeah, and I'm like, no. Just think is... <laughs> if Haunted Mansion
1: had done well, we'd probably have an Eddie Murphy oh my animatronic
0: in there somewhere. I'm glad it didn't. Me too. Because I, I really really love the Haunted Mansion and I really really love Jack Skellington's Haunted Mansion. Do you like Jack Skellington's Haunted Mansion? I don't mind it. I, yeah. I think it's just not, it's not, they don't do it for you. No, no. no. I just think the overstays <laughs> his welcome a bit. Oh, yeah. The
1: fact that the ride closes like at my birthday in September mm-hmm. and it's there till almost February. Because I
0: think, yeah, I was about to say, I think September and January, the ride is closed for those two months. Pretty much. For I think total.
1: That, I think they finally got it down to like two weeks, but you're oh, right. Did it used they? to take like it three weeks. It used to be a, to month. a month. I
0: remember they would, they would just be closed because I remember, I think. I don't remember. No, it wasn't closed. Ethan rode that. Space Mountain was closed when I brought him, oh. the one time we we went, and he's never been on Space Mountain either. I love Space Mountain. So, and I was like, I cannot believe you not been on Space Mountain because <laughs> Space Mountain is one of my. I always say my favorite rides are Space Mountain and Pirates of the Caribbean. Space Mountain for the thrill because it's mm-hmm. just thrilling. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it's a fantastic roller coaster. And guess what?
1: there's no story
0: there's no story and that's the thing hyperspace mountain they put a story in it and it slowed the ride down and it pissed me off so <laughs> i was like what are you doing this is a thrill ride yeah stop slowing it down it's a voyage through space so, just relax and mm-hmm. enjoy it. it and it's so much fun mm-hmm. um but and i met exitensio who was the animatronic imagineer who worked on the animatronics of of Pirates of the Caribbean. He wrote the script mm-hmm. and
1: he wrote the song.
0: Yeah, he and I, I, I had a really nice moment with him in a in Griffith Park, at Walt's Barn at Griffith Park. He mm-hmm. was signing books or something. I don't remember why he was there. I remember I have a book that I got that day, but it wasn't by him. So I don't remember why X was there. But if we got there when he was wrapping it up. So he just sat and talked with us for a little while. And I was like, "How lovely!" that was so nice. And um, he told me the story of how he wrote... The script and everything, and how Walt nearly fired him over it and stuff. So it was just really cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just passed away, I think, in 2019. I think he. I mean, it was it was very recent, yeah, recently, last couple years.
1: Mm-hmm. So he lived to a ripe old age.
0: Yeah, he was like 99. So yeah. <laughs> he was good. He was old as the hills when I met him <laughs> ten years prior, so. but still sharp as a whip. But he was. He remembered all the stories and all the things. And when I was living here before, I. I don't know if this man is still alive or not. His name is Paul. I don't even remember his last name. But I went to church with him, and he was an animator who worked on 101 Dalmatians. He wow. did the whole scene where Roger is banging out Cruella de Vil on the piano. and um, That's amazing. Yeah, I've, and he. so I'm, I'm always trying to absorb it whenever I meet these guys, but I think that might be why Pirates of the Caribbean is one of my favorite rides, just because I love the animatronics and i sort of have this like connection also think about it
1: it opened in 1967 Mm -hmm. it still literally is like the the gold standard the bar that people today Mm -hmm. in themed attractions compare it to yeah because it was so groundbreaking so yeah the scale of it the complexity the beauty, the music, I mean, nothing like that had been mm-hmm. done before, and the conveyance system, things we don't think about, right. because now it's like so commonplace. Well,
0: an ex-Atencio, he told me this story of um, of how Walt came to them one day, the, the team working on it, mm-hmm. and he said he wants the ride to end where it began, but he doesn't want the people to have to go back up the waterfall because you know at the end you have to go up the hill yeah he said Walt wants this and he's like you got to figure it out because this is this has to be how it's going to be and he was and they were like all these engineers are like well Walt (laughs) that's not possible (laughs) so and he's like well you need to make it possible and apparently I don't even remember Walt Disney World's Parts of the Caribbean, or Walt Disney World, yeah. you
1: get down, you get out of
0: the boat at a lower level,
1: and you mm-hmm. take one of those speed ramps, like yeah. at Haunted Mansion. Back, so to that was top, sort so you don't of the boat back up. They
0: were, they were like, "He's right, we should do it differently." There is what X said. So, but you know, I just thought that was so funny that Walt, but that's what Walt did. He demanded people to do the impossible, and sometimes and they, they did. did. it. Sometimes they did, and that's what happened. You know, they didn't make it. They didn't. They weren't able to put the boat right where it started, right where it finishes, without going back up. The the waterfall but yeah sometimes they did do the impossible and i just think people get it backwards these days when they're making art sometimes they want they look at the bottom line first can mm-hmm. we afford it first and walt couldn't afford anything nope. he he spent everybody else's money true <laughs> like it was printed in the basement on this thing yeah and it paid off and anytime they made
1: massive profits like off of mary poppins he mm-hmm. didn't take it and you know build a rocket ship yeah. or buy a bigger mansion. Right. He turned around he and he put poured it, right it right back, back in. into the next big ass project.
0: Right. And that's and that's what he wanted to do because and and I um it's so interesting because Ethan works at the salon in Silver Lake and it's right across the street from the Gelsons in Silver Lake and I'm mm-hmm. like that's the side of the old Walt Disney Studios mm-hmm. and I'm just like how sad is this that it's a Gelsons. I wish they could have you know and Ethan was like well, I wonder why they didn't keep it. I was like, because probably because they couldn't afford it. They had to sell the building <laughs> to pay for stuff that Walt was writing checks his well, mouth couldn't yeah. cash. They, they
1: sold it in the 40s yeah. to build the studio. Well, when mm-hmm. they were building the studio in Burbank. Right. And they tore down those buildings like in the 60s. I think yeah. the, the last part was torn down in 66. So yeah.
0: they still have a plaque there, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, but I. Walt also wasn't
1: one to kind of look back on yeah. things. He's like, did it. It was great, mm-hmm. but I've moved on, and this is going to be even greater.
0: Yeah, I mean, and he's right; it mm-hmm. was. But um, what is something that would be the most surprising, I think, for me to know that you love about Disney, like in no detail is too small, too fine, too, um, too, you know. Hmm. And I'll give you exa- an example, okay. so that I can that'll so, help. So, so that you. I can like, like I love and I don't think, I don't know if you can do this anymore because I did this back in the day when I was going to Fantasmic 15 years, well, 13 years ago. Now I used to sometimes go around to the back Mm -hmm. where the princes and the princesses would load their little boats Mm -hmm. and watch them load the boats with them on it. And Mm -hmm. I just, and it just brought me such joy to watch them getting on the boat sort of quote unquote backstage, Mm -hmm. but it was in in guest view yeah so they were just in character yeah. just like we're getting we're putting on a show tonight but we're still these care you know it just gave me joy to watch them like ariel had to be carried out um and put on the boat by she eric because she tail. had the fin mm-hmm. she her tail was flapping while and she would flap her tail while he would <laughs> carry her and i'm like this man must be very strong so just little like little things like that that just bring you such joy from disney what it what what stuff like that
1: Oh man. Um That's such a good
0: question, little things. Um because that's what we know about Disney is that they leave no stone unturned when it comes to the details. Yeah. Of things.
1: Details are amazing. Like
0: they like like with Fantasmic, they they could have very easily and I will say some other theme parks might have just let this go by the wayside to be like, well, that's nothing. We don't have to worry about this, even though it's in cast view or mm-hmm. in guest view. Disney, if you're, if they're going to create something, they're going to look at it from every single angle, no matter what. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat>
1: when we, and we talked about story before, but there is a Disney phrase that they refer to as show mm-hmm. at the park. Good show, bad show. Yeah. And show is after safety, you know, there used to be, uh, this is getting a little inside now, <laughs> but you know, for operations at Disneyland, it was there were four keys. Mm-hmm. It was safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency, and they just added after you know 60 years a fifth key, which is inclusion.
0: Oh, I like that. Which is very cool. I like that a lot. But
1: the these go back to Walt and to like mm-hmm. the earliest training of of the employees, with uh, safety being always number one mm-hmm. to this day. But show was also very important. Yeah. And that's the not having the contradictions, not having something that's going to, you know, er, that's why, you know, uh, a vending cart is themed to the land that it's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why, you know, trees are placed in, you know, specific places so that you're not standing, you know, in Frontierland and all of a sudden, you know, there's, you know, yeah. a, a rocket sticking out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they look at stuff like that. Sightlines, Florida isn't so, uh, you know, important anymore. It seems when it comes to sightlines, which is actually really silly because they have so much more land there. Well, that's
0: what I was. I was from Disneyland. The sightlines are perfect. There are areas mm. in California Adventure that you can see the mountains of Disneyland. Well,
1: California Adventure, surprisingly, they decided not to build a berm, oh, so yeah. there is no barrier between. You know, I mean, they've done. I mean. Carsland, which was added much later, that Cadillac range mm-hmm. hides, you know, high power tension, high tension power lines. Yeah. The Anaheim Hilton, things that you before <laughs> you could very clearly see from inside the park. Yeah. And when you stand, you know, in Carsland and Radiator Springs, you're not in Anaheim anymore. I right. mean you are so fully immersed that mm-hmm. you are out somewhere in the southwest with these beautiful mountains and the rock work looks so real. Yeah. It's really impressive. So um, I love that attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love that, you know, the, the theming to go into a story, not for story sake, but to create that Mm -hmm. sense of place to get rid of contradictions visual contradictions yeah um which we see all the time in the real world because you know the person that built this building and the building mm-hmm. next to it yeah they weren't built together so two neighbors
0: may want to, one wants to have a victorian house and the other one wants to have an ultra modern house exactly. and they just sit right next to each other exactly especially here in la because <laughs> you know if it's 50 years old they're tearing it down yes they are so <laughs> which is so sad but um well, I'm really glad, like, I don't, and, and you might have, can provide some insight on this because I was very disappointed when I heard the rumors that they were going to be tearing down Toontown. They were going to be moving Toontown out of Disneyland and Mickey <laughs> was being relocated, but they never have. I'd heard they were going to, and I'm like, I'm glad they're not because I love going to Mickey and Minnie's house. Yeah. I love going to see the kids. Toontown's not going anywhere. Perfect. It's
1: actually just the opposite. They're going to... They're currently building a they're brand expanding. new attraction in Toontown, mm. which Toontown hasn't had a new attraction in, oh God, see it open well, <laughs> in 1993. Roger na- Rabbit, the last one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they are adding Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which Ooh. opened at uh, Hollywood Studios in Florida last year, just before.
0: Okay. So they're bringing it, they're bringing it West. They're bringing it West. Ah. They're putting it in Toontown. I love which
1: it. I think the placement of it is great. I think it's going to mm-hmm. bring some new life to Toontown, which Toontown needs. Because if you don't have a six-year-old and you're not going to go to meet Mickey, there's not much to do there. Mm-hmm. Not a lot yeah, of shade. I mean, it's
0: cute to go in. I love going through it yeah. and seeing it, but I, I spend maybe 20 minutes. Right, on Toontown. And there's a
1: lot of fun gags, a lot of visual
0: sight yeah. gags, and things in the windows because mm-hmm. it's because it's stuff. full cartoon. You're yes. you're you're immersed into a cartoon in and Toontown. There's no right angles anywhere. Everything is just like a cartoon. Everything is yeah. curvy and
1: bulbous. Um.
0: But yeah, I, I I'm really glad that's going nowhere because yep, nope, I love it, and I anywhere. love that they're bringing in new neighbors. <laughs> yeah, but and it's a cute ride. I got to ride it when I was in oh, Florida. Did you?
1: Yeah, last year. Oh wow! I'm, I'm a little sad that they took away the great movie ride at. Uh,
0: I still call it Disney MGM Studios. at Disney's Hollywood Studios. <laughs> it was last time I was there. It was MGM Studios as well. My goodness, I'm old. We need to go back. I have. I know. I really want to go, but you know, and and I don't think it's nearly as expensive as I'm making it out to be in my head. But you just have to plan. You can do it on a
1: budget. Yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing. They do have you know the deluxe hotels, mm-hmm. the moderate hotels, and then the value hotels. Yeah,
0: and then you don't
1: have to stay on Disney property. I mean, right. it, it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Not having to have a rental car or dealing with driving in and out. I've never stayed off property when I've visited Florida. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Universal. In I would Florida. like to.
0: I've been to Universal in Florida. It's fine. Like I have I, no desire. I well, and that's the thing. Like I see the purpose of Disney, Walt Disney World in Florida. Um, I there's just less of a purpose for me for Universal Studios, just because I love Universal Studios here in LA because it is it's a working a real movie, movie studio. studio. Yeah. And that's my favorite part of it, not mm-hmm. the you know, the few
1: attractions they have. I mean, yeah. When I was a kid They're
0: about to open Nintendo
1: Land, which I'm, studio I'm a fan of the tour was incredible. It yeah. was like there was like an hour walking portion and then there was like an hour on the yeah. tram and you stopped like kind of halfway, mm-hmm. there was like this like midpoint like rest area. Yeah. They
0: still do that, but that's the VIP tour. Oh, now. But that was the regular tour. Yeah. And it so. was so cool. And now I'm kind of like Do they do D- there, I know at one point they were doing Disneyland tours. Oh yeah, Disneyland. So currently, because of COVID, they don't
1: have what we. So there's two kind of tours at Disneyland. There's the VIP tours mm-hmm. and there's guided tours.
0: Okay. So guided tours are they if, worth? The, they're worth doing. Absolutely. Because I've I've never done it, and like I've only ever, I've only had a, a you know a, a boyfriend who was very into Disney, and I learned a lot of what I know from him, and then sort of being, you know, being interested, I sought that information like, like, uh, mouse tales and more mouse tales mm-hmm. I'm, and those books and, you know, stuff like that. Like I would eat it up, but, and now I have, I, I gravitate to people who love <laughs> it too. And I'm like, I want to eat it up and learn more, but I'd like to do a tour and a VIP tour. Definitely. So for guided tours, the,
1: the best one is called the walk and waltz footsteps. Mm-hmm. You're speaking to a former, Tour guide here. Oh, you did that? I did. And that Well then I'm not
0: paying for the tour. I'm just gonna go to Disneyland with you. <laughs> well, well, we can do that too, but
1: Walk in Walt's footsteps
0: uh now allows you to visit Walt's apartment. Which I've been to.
1: How the hell did you go to Walt's
0: apartment? <laughs> because when I was here in um when I was living in Los Angeles before, um I had the Disney annual pass to uh-huh. it during it, it, I bought it in like late summer of 2007. So I went through late summer of 2008. And for that little brief moment, it was it was they turned his apartment into an art gallery. <laughs> no, no, no. And that just You're went thinking, there. Hold
1: on. You're thinking of the second apartment in New Orleans mm-hmm. Square. Yeah, the second. apartment. I'm talking apartment. about his apartment over the firehouse. Oh no, here, I've never been to actually that. Actually stayed in. No, I've never been to that. So,
0: but you can't go to the second apartment over New Orleans Square anymore either. It's it's like special. So
1: that opened as the Disney Gallery in 1987, and it actually closed in 2007. Yeah, and it became the Disneyland Dream Suite, mm-hmm. where people could have overnight stays. So that was going to be an apartment for Walt and his family. Yeah. And he, he planned it. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Art, beautiful concept art by Dorothea Redmond, one mm-hmm. of the amazing Imagineers who's got a great Hollywood. She did like set design going back to like Gone with the Wind. So yeah. her artwork is stunning. She's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, so they turned. They kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's the one I've been to. I've never yeah, been yeah, to yeah. his original. So apartment. the original apartment looks. It's Victorian. It's yeah. small. It's only 500 square feet. It is so special to be up mm-hmm. there. So that's part of Walk walking Walt's footsteps. Now, when I gave uh, the Walt tours, that area was super off limits. It yeah. was only like. VIPs got to go up there, which <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of don't like the fact that you know. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, I groups of twenty people are traipsing through you know three times a day, right? But that's just me because I you know to me it's like the closest to a sacred space mm-hmm. in the park. I mean, all of Disneyland is still Walt's Park, yeah. But that was a private space he enjoyed with right. his with his wife, well, his I grandkids. Know. At a
0: certain point, though, I guess you have to just give give it over to you know he's bigger than one man now but and what's that's nice it. is they're
1: extremely respectful of mm-hmm. the space so it's, it's still run by guest relations yeah and they treat it as a special place you know photography is very limited mm-hmm. if not sometimes it's restricted yeah so you know it's it's nice i've been up there before where they've had stanchions up where you kind of have to stay back
0: yeah and other times which i think like, they should hey, the whole sit time on the couch no problem do so, they really Ugh, sometimes no i don't think you should sit on the couch <laughs> like I have the, you should never sit on the couch because there's just too much risk of someone farting into (laughs) Walt's. couch and that's just not appropriate <laughs> well i guess i'm not going to show you pictures of me on the couch then well i mean you can go and i'll <laughs> sit on it if they if i go up there okay and they say sit on the couch they're gonna be like can you take mine and joseph's picture on the couch please i mean i'll do it yeah. but i still you know there's lots of things i'll do that i have an opinion of. And, and just between <laughs> us
1: most of the furnishings up there they're are, not original are not the original yeah the family took the furnishings out in 84 Four eighty, somewhere between eighty-four and eighty-six. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see some of the furnishings on display at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Which in San I've never Francisco. been to San
0: Francisco yes. at all, so I need to go up there. Too. You need to go. The museum. I'd love is to just incredible. take the train and go and see it, see the you, museum, you got to do it, and stuff. But. um but yeah, my brain's already turning its cogs for more questions and discussions. But for volume two, we're out of time. Oh, so this has been so much fun. This has been so much fun. Like this, like you, you didn't know what to expect because it's your first time here. And I'm like, it's literally a conversation that we just had over tacos three weeks ago. Yeah, this is that's totally... literally what we're going to do missing today. Is the Mexican food lunch that's that we have really had. what we're going to do? But <laughs> you'll come back and we'll do it again because we have lots to talk about with classic TV sitcoms so yeah i'm going to i i have no shame in talk pl- a little brady bunch talk oh a little god. golden girls i finally got my brady bunch box set
1: can we do like a whole just uh christmas edition talking about a very brady christmas oh my
0: god like that sh- that was a <laughs> game changer and i i stand by that that movie was a game changer
1: you, you realize for me it's it's not officially the <laughs> christmas season until i've watched a very brady christmas really? at least once
0: i love it i mean don't judge me listeners uh, listen if the, if the mine shaft doesn't cave in it's not oh christmas poor mike brady
1: <laughs> the greatest architect of the 20th century
0: no but it was like gray's anatomy for architects <laughs> he's the only one who can save this situation if they'd only listened to him it would not have caved in he tried to tell him but they they were cutting money <laughs> they were cutting costs but that's for another episode yes. another time i hope you all have enjoyed this episode so if you want to follow Joseph on Instagram, what would your Instagram be?
1: Exploring the Disney World.
0: Exploring the Disney World. All one word, no spaces, All no un- underscores, no funky spellings of Disney. Nope. All right. And do you want yeah, to know why it's called Exploring the I Disney World? I do.
1: Because it has nothing to do with Walt Disney World. So. I love that. Here we go. We're going to get nerdy. Okay, do it. There was an internal company publication that was uh, printed throughout the 1960s called the disney world before there was a walt disney world right or a disney world project even and it is one of my most favorite resources for incredible do you
0: have every issue i wish
1: (laughs) i wish there is a set at the walt disney archives that i have poured through so many times oh wow and there's a few issues that are online and I bet they're
0: super expensive, aren't they?
1: They never really turn up because it was a, you know, an internal company thing at a time when the company was, you know, in the 1960s. People oh, think, so
0: you mean they're just they're printed online that you can go online to read them. Yeah, there's oh. somebody has been
1: kind enough to, you know, scan, you know, a bunch of issues. Mm-hmm. But they're so good. There's so many great pictures and then just background stories. And it's the 60s, which is like peak Walt yeah. of Disney. So stuff about Mary Poppins. About the Florida Project, oh my the gosh. World's Fair, you know, new things coming to Disneyland. It's just amazing stuff. Well,
0: I gotta tell you, I always look forward to your Instagram posts. Thank you,
1: and yeah, and I try to keep it. You know, it's not about me. It's not my personal life. It's not mm-hmm. my pictures of my trip to Disneyland. Yeah, but uh, it's themed to, you know, just uh, Disney history, uh, some behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just giving great information and I have I try to keep it theme day so it's Matterhorn Monday tune Tuesday Walt mm-hmm. Wednesday yeah I love back that. Thursday so Fun Fact see, Friday. this
0: is what we need and then life. I do q
1: and A's on the weekends I
0: love the well I didn't know about the q and A's until just recently so yeah. I'm gonna go back and check them out yeah and you because... can read like
1: I have I'm over 150 weeks of doing this so every weekend i just that's at least three years yeah yeah thousands and thousands of questions and i'll answer with you know photos that help illustrate Mm -hmm. you know what i'm i love that
0: so yeah that that is your homework listeners (laughs) i've started sometimes i've started giving people homework and i'm like just go go check out exploring exploring the the disney Disney World." world at the, at exploring the disney world on instagram yes it's going to be fun and i hope you will continue to get your vaccinations and encourage your family to do so wear Absolutely. your masks when asked to don't be a jerk but enjoy the fact that we don't have to wear a mask everywhere anymore and life is coming back to life and if you're a local go to disneyland and i'll see you next time